0: Hello, this is Ever Wonder from the California Science Center. I'm Perry Roth Johnson. For the first few episodes of this podcast, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of the California Science Center to meet some of the people who design and develop exhibits. Here at the science center, you can find both permanent and temporary exhibits about all kinds of topics: dogs, King Tut, space exploration, or even the emotion. Of fear. Do you ever wonder who gets to decide what these exhibits are all about? For this episode, I'll talk to David Bivas, the curator for technology programs at the California Science Center. Curators like David imagine up new exhibits, help decide what they should be about, and shape what kinds of experiences you, as a guest, will have in them. So, David, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming Thank on. You. really appreciate your time.
1: Thank you. Uh, good to be with
0: you. I think uh, you mentioned you've been at the Science Center for 32 years. Is that right? Yes. And, and you've worked on many exhibitions in your career. Do any stand out to you? Do you have a, a favorite exhibition that you, you like to work on?
1: Well, if, it's, if I have to choose one, I would choose uh, Goosebumps, The Science of Fear.
0: And, and and why do you choose that one?
1: Well, because uh, I curated. that, that <laughs> exhibit. Hey, That's a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it was uh, uh, it still is. It's a traveling exhibition that mm-hmm. we opened uh, at the science center back in two thousand and seven, and it's still on tour. And so I could, you know, I could say it's a successful exhibit in the sense that it's popular. Uh, people like it, they enjoy it, they learn from it. Uh, it's doing what it was meant to do.
0: Walk me through a little bit about, like, what is it about? What what do guests experience in it?
1: Well, the exhibit is really about the, uh, uh, the physiology, uh, the biology, the psychology, and the sociology of emotions, in this case, fear. Uh, the, what we wanted to do through the exhibit is basically have people... Uh, experience fear, uh, observe fear, understand the science behind fear, mm-hmm. and also reflect on fear in their lives.
0: So tell me the story about how that grew from an idea to an actual project that you know, became your favorite exhibition.
1: One day, I think it was 2004 or 2005, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff Rudolph, who is uh, our president and CEO, came to my mm-hmm. office And just wanted to uh, tell me about an experience he had, I think, in a science museum in Australia, I believe. Uh, I can't recall the exact experience, but it was something that basically was, you know, scared people, but in a fun way. And it kind of triggered this idea. It's like, what do you think about something about fear? And I said, okay. Let me think about it and uh, started doing, you know, research what is involved in fear, what, you know, what, what disciplines actually address the various issues that are involved in this emotion. Slowly, it felt like, you know, there, it's, it's a, a topic that has really some legs. I mean, mm-hmm. there's something that you can you can work with. Anyway, so we started and, and you know, soon through that research trying to put together a brief that basically outlines what an exhibit about fear could be. Mm-hmm. And as we do with all exhibits, based on the research, we start generating some educational messages or educational goals for the exhibit. What is it that we want? convey to our visitors, what is it that we want our visitor to come out with once they go through the exhibit. Uh, A sense of what is the framework, what is the, the concept for the exhibit. And early on this notion of experiencing the emotion itself, but in a way having experiences that actually elicit the emotion. It's not, you know, it's beyond the talking about the emotion, you know, yeah. how can you... You're not, least...
0: you're not just like walking up to an exhibit panel and reading about fear. Exactly. Like you're actually going to get then, scared. Yeah,
1: you're experiencing fear again, and that, that was one of the challenges, how you can create experiences that elicit fear, but at the same time, it's like fun and scary kind of thing, mm-hmm. not to go overboard. And so through our market research and and focus groups it was an issue we asked people do you think this is appropriate for kids Mm -hmm. would you take your i don't 10 12 year old kid to or even younger and people said yes i mean yeah i think it it sounds fun why not uh the other question that we were interested in is finding out uh would you go through these experiences of fear yourself And most, I would say, probably, I would say more than, you know, 60, 70 percent said yes. Why not? I mean, knowing obviously this is a a museum environment, no harm is going to be done to them. But some people said no. But they said, but I wouldn't mind seeing other people experience fear.
0: (laughs) <laughs> they want to see other people get scared.
1: Yeah, in, in a way.
0: So how do we get from ideas that are on paper or in your head to something like we can start testing and seeing? How, how do we start thinning out these ideas to select which exhibit experiences?
1: Well, I mean, you start with first with the assumption that not all exhibit ideas can make good exhibits. It's, it's like, you know, you're pruning a tree <laughs> in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like... You start with a lot of leaves, and you start, you know, taking taking stuff out. Initially, we try to zero in on the things that really can make engaging, compelling uh, experiences for for people. Right. So, in terms of this, if I were to uh, think of the goosebumps exhibit in terms of experiencing fear, as I said, we wanted to uh, uh, basically feature. I think we started with possibly five fear experiences, but we ended w- with four. Uh, we wanted to feature these, you know, two innate and two learned. Fears. What is
0: the difference between innate and learned?
1: Well, the innate like we're we're born with, and the learned fear. For example, learned fear is a fear of electricity or fear of uh, you know of the uh, stock market going down.
0: Now you mentioned also that you had five uh, room ideas but you only end up with four what's the story with that fifth one that yeah
1: cut? the fifth one we wanted to do about you know, claustrophobia which we know some people are fearful of uh, closed spaces you know mm-hmm. people who want to go to an inside an elevator for example so we basically created a, a big crate that you could basically just go in standing in reclose close the door and and uh, see you know how long can you you know stay there and uh, from you know early on it became obvious that either people wanted to go in and they didn't care they was not they were not scared or people who didn't want to go in so we had these two poles basically and It didn't sound like it was going to make, you know, to be an experience because the people who went in didn't have any fear to, you know, of closed spaces, didn't have any claustrophobia the people we didn't want going, there's no way they were, you know, <laughs> and, and, and so you end up with a, you know, an exhibit, that's not an exhibit basically right. or an experience <laughs> that nobody wants to experience. <laughs> right.
0: there, there's no one to actually experience claustrophobia and no one to watch experiencing experience claustrophobia. Claustropho- <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. So that one was, was, uh, you know, obvious, you know, we dropped that one better to make mistakes early on rather than, mm-hmm. you know, complete an exhibit that uh is not successful or is not really uh, doing what uh you know the the you you meant it to do. Um
0: I want to shift gears a little bit and uh kind of zoom out even further to just like it sounds like even just within this microcosm of putting a single exhibition together like goosebumps you're wearing many hats but of course you've worked on other exhibits what do you like about the work of a, a curator? Is it this idea that you get to wear many hats?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's part of it. I think I, I uh, you know, the, uh, there's this image of curator, which is is based on on uh, you know like historical truth that curators you know, take care of collections. I mean, if it's, you know, an art museum, it's paintings, sculptures, if it's a natural history museum, they have their own collections. And but science museums or science centers, by the way, that's why the name also of science center and not science museum, because mm-hmm. it's not collection based. It's more mm-hmm. about interpreting science phenomena, science principles, uh, technology applications and and all of that so in a sense I always you know saw the the role of the curator more as an executive producer uh, I think exhibit development is probably one of the most collaborative undertakings <laughs> that there is in terms of so many you know people and some many disciplines many you know types of expertise and 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 all of that so you have not only to um deal with the research and the uh you know the vision of the exhibit and the educational messaging and the and and uh you know the content part but there's also the design so you have to be conversant with the designers you have to uh later on you have to uh, deal with fabrication we have to deal with heavy production and basically you're orchestrating all of that i think it, it's it's um yeah, it's a very dynamic environment. It, it's, as you say, it's wearing many hats. And so, yes, all of that has always been uh, an exciting part of the work and what has kept me, you know, for over, you know, 30 years in, in the field.
0: Well, David, I think that's a, that's a great uh, note to kind of end on. It's a great conversation. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Well, that's our show. and Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep wondering. Ever Wonder from the California Science Center is produced by me, Perry Roth-Johnson, along with Jennifer Castillo. Liz Roth-Johnson is our editor. Theme music provided by Michael Nicholas and Pond5. We'll drop new episodes every other Wednesday. If you're a fan of the show, be sure to subscribe, and leave us a rating or review, or tell a friend about us. Now, our doors may be closed, but our mission to inspire science learning in everyone can we're working hard to provide free educational resources online while maintaining essential operations like on-site animal care and preparing for our reopening to the public. Join our mission by making a gift at CaliforniaScienceCenter.org support.